What's up, guys, and welcome to another, yeah, yeah, we'll call it another mini episode of Bootstrap Growth. I am your host, Ned Eric, and this has been a massively crazy week. By the way, okay, time out. Literally what popped into my head, and I wasn't going to say it because I hate myself for just even thinking this, but like, I want... <laughs> oh boy, God, I'm going to share this and y'all are going to not laugh. You'll probably unsubscribe. Um, I was literally, as I was saying, like, yo, I'm your host, Ned Eric. Welcome to Bootstrap Growth. I wanted to say, yo, y'all better get strapped in and ready to grow. Oh no! <laughs> ah! Oh boy! Whoa! Sorry, I can't believe that even crossed my mind. I'm genuinely mad that that crossed my mind, bro. Dude! <laughs> oh boy! Now this is gonna be a fun episode. Y'all know if your boy was thinking about that, it's gonna be a fun episode. But so get strapped in and ready to grow, y'all. Let's do it. Anyway. If you're not laughing right now, like we probably can't be friends. Like for real though. If you're literally driving your car right now and you're like, like you can't see me, but I'm like stone faced right now. Like, (laughs) 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 oh God, I hate myself. Good Lord. Anyway, mini episode, been a crazy week. I didn't have time to edit uh, the new episode. By the way, y'all are hearing LinkedIn in the background. That's because I'm a LinkedIn kid kid bro i just stay on linkedin i don't even sell nothing i just stay on linkedin that's what y'all should do forget sales forget marketing forget business just become a linkedin influencer trust me it'll work out for you i promise you'll like build stuff and people will think that you're awesome and then you won't be and no one will care it'll be cool it'll be by the way this is why people This is why people unsubscribe from this podcast, uh, basically what I'm about to tell you, because it has nothing to do with anything. But so I was in the, I was pretty like heavy in the fitness industry between like 2012 to 2015, right? And I still remember to this day, like people that got like really like influential in fitness in that timeframe that no longer exist anymore. Like, I mean, they exist, I guess, but like, they're so like social presence, their influence presence is like gone. And I literally, I, I'm, I'm seeing right now on LinkedIn, a similar vibe. Like these people made a name for themselves because they looked good and they became coaches and like started companies and did all of these things. And everyone has a T, you know, everyone had a T an apparel company in 2012, right? Like, And I'm seeing that a lot with like LinkedIn right now, like these, these, like, um, these influencers that, you know, they're starting these communities or they're starting, well, I started a podcast, so whatever. I hope that I'm still around (laughs) in a couple of years, but, um, like they're starting like all of these things and they're like making names for themselves and all that stuff. But like, I'm just seeing a like a, 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 a renaissance, if you may, a resurgence is probably a better word of like the fake influencer who really isn't what they say they are. But anyway, I can't finish sentences apparently too, because it's Friday 
evening. So, um, but yeah, I, it's been a busy week. Have not been able to do that, you know, edit that next podcast. So Kayla Citrin Thalo will be next week. This week, I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind all week. This has been something that like has been just drilling at my head. And I, I think I posted it like last Saturday on LinkedIn about like the one big learning that I got from quarantine, the one big learning. And, and I say got from quarantine because I live in Florida and in Florida, we're pretty much off lockdown. So like if you live in California or like New York or you're listening to this in like New Jersey, I'm sorry, but like I am going to talk in past tense right now, just so you're aware. Um, so like quarantine for us wasn't like super long and it really wasn't super like mandated, I guess is probably the better word. Um, but what it did was it allowed me to really think about what I want to be an expert at, like really sit down and go, man, like what, what do I you know, cause I've got buddies of mine that are, that are doctors. I've got a couple of buddies that are lawyers. I've got, uh, you know, a couple of buddies that are CFPs, right? Certified financial planners. And like, you know, they're big dogs, I guess. I guess, <laughs> I, guess I just called my friends big dogs. So, um, good thing. None of them listen to this, uh, podcast, but like, you know, I, I've got a, I've got a good friend of mine who plays professional baseball kid. I grew up with good friend and, like, I think about that for like, if you think about this for a second, let's think about sales. Really, let's even think about marketing. Let's even think about business, right? The barrier to entry to be a salesperson, to be an SDR is like negative three. Like you literally can trip into like an office building and they're going to be like, oh, you want to be an SDR? And you're like, yeah, please. I need to make money. Like marketing is a little bit higher. You got to like at least get like a a marketing degree, right? From, you know, a half decent university and, and get a 2.5 GPA and you can be, you know, a marketing associate, right? And, you know, even business, right? It's, it's so easy to start businesses these days, right? You know, freaking start an LLC and do something, right? So like, even if we think about it, like what we talk about on a daily basis is the barrier to entry is just so low that the, 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 the staircase to excellence, I guess, the ladder to excellence is almost impossible to get to unless you decide that you're going to take this seriously. And I think what happens a lot of times is that people get involved in, like they trip into an office building and they become an SDR and they never wanted to be an SDR right? And then they get caught up in sales and, or, or maybe they didn't want to be in marketing. Maybe they didn't want to be in business. Maybe they didn't want to do these things, but mom told them they had to get a job, you know, or they left college and they had student loans and they had to get a job. And now all of a sudden they're in this workforce of a place that they don't want to be. And I know I've spoken on this briefly and I, I speak on it when I speak to, to teams all the time, They'll always be like, hey, what's your best advice for a salesperson? I'd say, you don't have to be in sales. That's like literally my best advice for a salesperson, right? Um, actually, that's like a lie. I think my best advice, because I said, I said yesterday on LinkedIn, my best advice was to get out there, put your face out there. But my second best is you don't have to be in sales if you don't want to. But I think what I've seen a lot of times is like all these people that like, man, I was a theater major and now I'm in sales. 
man, I was an exercise science major, me, and now I'm in sales. I, I, I was, a, I was a, a music major, and now I'm in sales, or I'm in business. I started my, like, I, or most of them didn't start their own company, but like, I'm in marketing. And here's what happens to people, and I found myself sort of in this rut, a good three years ago, probably about 2017, I, I caught myself in this rut of like, hey, should I go back into strength and conditioning? Should I give it a try? I really love coaching. And this is actually, this is 2017, I think is like when I first got my director role. So this had to have been 2016. So it was before I got into like coaching, right? And um, I remember thinking and to myself, like, and going like, hey, like, should I just go try it out again? Should I like go and go work, go intern, right? Should I go do that? Because what happens is that when you fall into these ruts or you get placed into these positions that you don't want to be in, you can never become an expert because you're never going to give your full self to that profession or to that activity. You will never become an expert in something that you don't have your entire being set to your entire intention, your entire focus, you will never be an expert. And that doesn't mean you can't have hobbies, right? I just hired a tennis coach and your boy is going to start playing tennis on the weekends. So if y'all are ever in that Sarasota, Florida, y'all want to pick up some rackets, dude, I'll smash you on the court. Give me like six months. I just hired a coach. So we'll figure this one out. But like, I'm not saying you can't have a hobby. I'm not saying that you can't like focus on other things. What I'm saying is this, is that what I've seen and what's become rampant in this industry and in, in, in business right now is this microwave society, these coach, these gurus that say, hey, sell a course, make a million dollars and then go live your life. And that's not how things work. And the unfortunate thing is, is that if you fell into an office building and someone said, hey, come be an SDR. You talk a lot. And you don't love what you do. You will never give yourself the bandwidth that it takes to be an expert. You will never do it. And so throughout quarantine, I've really, you know, for me, I've kind of like dabbled in, I've gotten really good at marketing. I've gotten really good at sales. I've done a lot of like, good things in business, I've had some successful exits, I've done some really successful things and, you know, but I still was dipping my toes in water of things that I potentially would want to be an expert in. And I think it's extremely important, and this is, this is like my quarantine thought, this is my like, coming out like this is my introspective moment that this is my I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this in a way is like you need to become an expert in what you want to become an expert in and I think that every single person right so let me let me kind of phrase this in a way I in in high school I was the lead vocalist of a band that got to tour the country it was probably the coolest time in my life for those of you guys that didn't know that. Um, I got to literally be in a van with six of my best friends 
five of my best friends and one guy that just kind of came on tour with us. But I don't think any of them listen to this. So, hey, guys. Um, a van, a trailer, and playing music every day for anywhere between four and 40 people. <laughs> Sometimes 400, depending on where we play. Um, but like in all reality, I tell people this. This is, this is like my, I tell people this. I think that you should, everyone should get in a car with some of their best friends and just travel the country. Stop in different cities, experience the people, experience the food, experience the lifestyle, experience something in that city, right? And for us, it was stopping, playing a show, eating McDonald's, trying to find a place to shower or sleep or whatever, and then moving on. But it was just still a blast, man. It just still is something that like, I, I it shaped me as a man. It shaped me as a man that I am today. It shaped who I am. And I think that it's the exact same thing that I'm going to tell you right now in business form. I think that everyone deserves to be an expert in something. And I think you deserve to be an expert in something that you can make money at. And I think it's something that you can support your family with and something that you can pass down in a legacy format to your family, to your kids, to your grandkids. Um, or even if you don't want to have kids uh, in a legacy format to other people. I, I read a post the other day, I think it was on Instagram. It was like, I'm totally going to butcher this because I really didn't read it. I was just scrolling and I thought I read it. Um, but now that I'm saying it, I didn't, I totally didn't read this, but it was like um, the goal of life is to find out what you're passionate about. The goal of something is to make, turn that passion into a reality. And like the goal of your entire life is to, pass that passion down to other people's, that expertise or whatever it was, right? You kind of get what I'm saying, right? I think everyone should become an expert at something, but it has to be something that you want to be an expert at. And so I literally have taken months of my life to figure out who I am as, a, as, a, as an individual um, and who I am as a business person. Four years ago, if you had told me that I would have been a VP of growth or a head of sales or uh, had, had been a part of two companies that have been acquired and done anything, like if you had told me, I would have called you crazy. I'd be like, no, no, I'm actually, I'm thinking about going back into strength and conditioning because that's where I wanted to be an expert. But realistically, it wasn't where I wanted to be an expert. It was, I, I loved training. Like I loved lifting weights and I still am able to lift weights. I just didn't want to make a job out of it. Right. And so I learned that like what I really love is I love business. So I was like, okay, there's a lot to business, Ned. What do I love? And over the past four years, I've really, I've, I've gone all in on marketing. I've gone all in on sales. I've gone all in on I've gone like 12% of the way in on like operations. I'm not an operations guy, but like, so for me, like if I look at like a goal, like where do I want to be in five years at 32 years old, where do I want to be? I would love to be a chief, a chief revenue, chief revenue officer for an enterprise like SaaS company. That would be an amazing position where I would be like, dang, like that this is, I'm like, I feel good. But for me to do that, I have got to upskill in some, in several areas. 
I know how to cold call. I know how to cold email. I know how to negotiate. I know how to redline contracts. I know how to use Excel spreadsheets. I know how to do the things that I know how to do. I know how to make a Facebook ad. I know how to, you know, create a marketing campaign. I know how to do these things, but I don't know how to run an entire revenue organization. And so the question being is how am I going to do that? And you have to think about this for a second. So Corey Bray is, 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 a, is an individual that I follow. Every one of you should follow him and hire his team and make them boatloads of money. Um, actually, if you, if you like any of my sales tactics or foundations or conversations or the way that I present myself, I started really like following Corey in 2017, right? Like Corey has been a big influence among other people um, in my walk right? And he had a podcast some years ago where he, he talked about studying like a lawyer, doctor, accountant, right? Studying like these people. Think about this for a second. A lawyer. You have to go to four years, be like a political science major, do all these things, get great extracurriculars, take the LSATs, get good enough grades on the LSATs to go to like a tier one university, for law school, go to law school for three years. And before you can become a partner, you've got to like practice. I think it's something like 10 years before you can even become a partner, like a named partner. Actually, I think it's not even a named partner. I think it's a partner at all. Like, and you think about that, all being a lawyer is, is like reading. Like, let's be real. Like, do my lawyer, he charged me a boatload per hour. And dude, the guy just reads all my contracts. Like, that's it. Like, I'm sure he does other stuff, but like, obviously like, let's be honest. So I've been, I've been binge watching suits lately. Um, it's not suits. Like being a lawyer isn't suits. Number one, uh, Mike Ross, he's a fake. That doesn't happen in real life. Maybe. I don't know, but great show. There's a princess in the show now. So that's pretty cool. It was before she was a princess, but like, can you imagine I'm just an actress and then all of a sudden this prince thinks I'm super cute and is like, hey, come be a part of the royal family. Uh, every girl's dream? Uh, yeah. And if you say no, what I'm going to call you is a liar. Anyway, so but think about this. Law lawyers, four years undergrad, get great grades, great extracurriculars, take your LSATs, get a 172 or above, and you get to go to Harvard, tier one school. And then, and by the way, the reason I know this, all suits. A hundred percent all suits. So if you think I sound smart, thanks suits. But they have to study so hard and then practice and show that they, and just continue to be educated and, and taught and coached until they can become successful or, you know, they can, you know, actually become a partner, right? Think about that. A doctor, work in healthcare, Right? If I want to work in healthcare as a doctor, I need to go to four years, get a biology or a chemistry pre-med, right? You the pre-med. I mean, it's freaking bio and chem and biochem and other stuff like anatomy, physiology. Those are not easy courses. You got to get good grades in that. You got to take your MCAT. Got to get a good grade on that. Then you go and then, so that's eight years. So four years undergrad, four years grad school. And then you have to go 
do residency, which can be anywhere between another four and eight to 12 years. If you want to be like a heart surgeon, I think residency is like 12 years. Like, think about this for a second. To be an expert at something, you have to put in the time and effort on that one thing to be an expert. But in sales, in marketing, in business as a whole, in operations, you can literally just do it. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't have the heart, if you don't have, and I'm not saying like, if you don't have the, you know, heart to, you know, push through. I mean, I'm saying to you is I I look at my buddies that are doctors right now. They're in residency right now. Those kids, man, they freaking love medicine, bro. Sure. It's the paycheck at the end of the day, but like, I think the average salary of like a hospital doc now is like 140. You can make more than that in a year in sales, right? Like it's not a paycheck anymore. And like, unless you went to a tier one law school, I got a buddy of mine who went to university of Baltimore for law school and he works for his like father-in-law's like small law firm down in freaking bum truck, Maryland. And yeah, you saw that I caught myself no cursing on this podcast. Um, but he works for his father-in-law at like a two person law law firm. And I can't make more than a hundred grand a year. So man, it's not for like the paychecks. It's for the love. It's for the expertise. It's like, dude, I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm an accountant. I'm a CFP. I'm it's this focus on something that you can really get behind. And so the moral of this story is this, I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to let you go back to being you, but I want to challenge you with this stop what you're doing today. If you're listening to this, this I, I posted this on Saturday morning. Maybe you're listening to this. It is a holiday weekend. I don't know how many people would listen to this, but I posted it really early on a Saturday for a reason because I want to challenge you. You have the next three days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, to literally look inside of yourself and go, what do I want to be an expert in? And if it's not sales, that's fine. And if it's not marketing, that's fine. And if it's not growth engineering, that's fine. But figure it out, man. What are you so passionate about that you're willing to take the next 10 years to double down on it? 10 years, bro. I'll be 37 years old in 10 years, bro but you bet your bottom dollar that I'm doing everything in my flipping power to be the best revenue facing executive in 10 years. I'm going to get myself an undergrad, a graduate and a residency in revenue executive ship. And you may ask like, hey, Ned, how are you doing this? Well, I hired a coach. That is exactly where I want to be. Doing exactly what I want to be doing. And I'm only going to listen to him. I'm only going to read the books that he wants me to read. I'm only going to do the activities that are going to place me into that expertise the end. 
And some of you may be disagreeing with this and that's fine. And maybe that's not what you want to do. And maybe that's where you don't want to go. But I'm, I'm challenging you this, the next three days as you're listening to this. Find what you want to be an expert in. I don't know what it is. I don't know where you want to go. I don't know who you want to be. I don't know that. But what I'm telling you is find what you want to be an expert in. Find someone who's already an expert in that and hire them. If you don't have the means to hire them, I get it. I, I totally understand. Like it's, it's not cheap to hire coaches, you know, mentors, things like that. I've talked about this before. Double down on like one or two people and just read everything that they have. Buy like their course or whatever it is. Like, you know, for instance, like in sales, like Josh Braun's got a ton of stuff, like follow him and just be him. Honestly, Josh would probably even be like an amazing coach and like you should hire him. Um, but like find someone who you can emulate in what you want to really be an expert in. If you want to be the best growth marketer in the world, go and find the best growth marketer in the world and go be like them. Read their stuff. Do the, do the things. Ask them how you can help them. Like I'm being serious. Like I think... I really do, man. Like it might be because I'm having like a quarter life crisis, but like I'm telling you right now, like go be an expert. Don't waste your talents and your, your convictions and what you can do for this world by being mediocre anymore. Go and be an expert. Go and seek people out. Go. Do. Be. I love you guys. Have a wonderful Labor Day, which I didn't even know it was Labor Day. It's already September. That's crazy to me. But I love you guys. Go be an expert. Go get yourself an undergrad, a grad, and a residency, and we'll talk in 10 years. And when we meet back at this place in 10 years, I can tell you right now, we're going to be having a totally different conversation, and I'm super excited for that conversation. I love y'all. Be good. By the way, when I say meet back in 10 years, I mean meet back like next Thursday when I have Kayla Citron Taylor on. See you guys. Love you. Bye.